Waterfall, the CCW podcast. Hello and welcome to Waterfall. It's the water saving podcast brought to you by CCW. That's the Consumer Council for Water. We are all about water here on Waterfall, aren't we, Karen? What are we all about? We're all about water and we're all about trying to value water, save water and in doing so, help to reduce your bills. Fantastic. So I've just done this. We've done this before. I should have learned by now. You know, I start saying, hi, Karen, for introducing you. I'm Mike and this is Karen. Hello, Karen. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you, Mike. We're still getting into our stride well, for season this, two. This is our first episode. This is our very first episode of season two. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed the Vasta's back. <laughs> Well, I think it's got all the makings of a good one. And the um, episode today is very timely, um, given everything that's been going on and um, the financial issues that a lot of people are experiencing at the moment. Yep, because today's episode is all about your new water charges. So this is really hot off the press stuff. We have got the latest news, the breaking news on water charges that for the next financial year. So that's water charges that start this April and run for the, for, for the, the year after that. So we have got a guest on, don't we? We've got a guest coming up in just a few minutes' time. We do indeed. We have Andy White, who is our senior leader in the area of social policy, which means that Andy knows everything there is to know about charges and the help that's available to people who are struggling with their bills. I feel I feel like you're goading me here into saying, is he a boffin <laughs> or is he a guru? Oh, I, I think he's the best of both. <laughs> wow. wow, that praise, praise indeed. So your new war charges, very important episode, great way to kick off the new series. And we do have a great run of guests uh, and themes lined up for series two of Waterfall. Don't forget, you can get in touch with Waterfall. And uh, we have an email address. We do indeed. And that email address is podcast at ccwater.org.uk. And we have an Instagram feed where you can see not only Karen's lovely face, but my little face. And you'll get to see what our guests look like too. So you've got a treating store and you get to see Andy. Fantastic. Right, so before we get into new water charges, we've had some feedback, Karen. We have indeed. We've been contacted by Jeremy. Um, who's Very posh, Jeremy. <laughs> and Jeremy has suggested um, that we might like to consider some merchandise. Oh, tell me more. CC Water Waterfall Podcast merchandise. What sort of merchandise is he suggesting? <laughs> T-shirts with your face on it saying <laughs> the guru? No. What, what, I th- what I think is actually a really good idea is um, we've had several conversations about how confusing dual flush toilets are. We certainly have. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy suggested that we might like to have some Waterfall Podcast stickers differentiating between the large flush and the small flush. Well, so like a, a sticker that has a says big flush and an arrow to a, <laughs> the right button, is that? Yeah, absolutely. I love that idea. <laughs> and the other idea is maybe we, and I'm sure this follows your um, various exchanges with Steve Grebby. Our sewer um, expert, <laughs> our all things sewer. Well, absolutely. Um, that we might like to have our own um, endorsed scraper. Like a spatula type thing. Yeah, absolutely, to get rid of all those fat soils and greases. A waterfall spatula (laughs) with your face embossed on it. I think more our logo, but, um, well, I hope that's what he was thinking. (laughs) These are are great suggestions. Uh, (laughs) Were were there any others? 
Um, they were the two that sprang out at me. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, we'll keep these suggestions coming. So if anyone wants to top Jeremy's suggestions with some more merchandise, we'll look into introducing a, I was going to say a tat department, but I mean merchandise department. Um, I do think having some waterfall stuff to give away would be would be awesome. Enjoying the show? Please consider leaving a five-star rating on iTunes and Spotify. Right, so it's time. It's that time. We want to bring on the guests. It's a welcome back to Andy White. Hello, Andy. Hi, Mike. Hi, Karen. Hello, listeners. Great to see you again. It's great to have you back on. And and you've got the scoop for us, don't you? I do. I'm able to share a little bit about the price increases that customers are likely to see on their water bills from April 2023. So before we get into the specifics of what people might be seeing on their bills, can you just give us a little bit of a kind of primer on on water charges? Because water companies can't just sit there and make up their charges, you know, randomly. They they follow quite a system, don't they? They do. And and it's based on the prices that Offwatt set. So they set limits for companies and it's important to say they are limits they're not they don't tell the companies what to charge but they do set maximum limits about what they can charge so every five years they will have a look at what investment is required in each company area to carry on delivering services and to meet new higher standards or deliver on environmental improvements and it sets limits for companies then that sets out for the period of the five years uh, the following five years from that determination, how much they can charge. But that is also subject to inflation. So inflation also gets added in. And obviously that is a particular concern at the moment, given the high levels of inflation that we're seeing. So there is some reassurance for you know people listening that their, their water bills are calculated you know, with the company and the regulator intervening to make sure these are set in a fair way. Absolutely. And and CCW as the voice of the consumers also plays a role both in making sure that the companies are checking what their customers want and that their plans meet their requirements. And also in, in obviously working with Offwatt and making sure we're happy with the approach they're taking and that is serving customers well. Right. So that's a bit about charges. Let's get into some of the, the nuts and bolts. Then. So what's it looking like for water charges for the next financial year? Well, obviously, as I say, the inflation rate is factored into the bills. So we were concerned that that would see increases this year. And that is the case. The overall picture across England and Wales is not quite as bad as the inflation level itself. So companies through one way or another have been able to keep the bills lower than those increases, but it's still a 7.5% increase in those charges when you look at an average across all companies. Now that means the equivalent of about £31 on the average bill. So that obviously at a time at the moment where households are really struggling with bills. In fact, we know about one in five customers are already struggling with their water bill. An extra £31 a year is really not going to be welcome and is going to cause real difficulties for some households. I can imagine that, yeah, as you say, that's not going to be welcome for many people who are, going to, who are finding it tough. It's, a tough. it's tough out there with the prices of basically everything. Um, can you just give us a flavour then um, for the variability between companies? Because obviously you've quoted the average, which makes sense why you're doing that, but there's 17 water companies. So can you give us a, just a little flavour of how much they may vary between companies? Yeah, absolutely, Mike. I mean, it, it can range from 2 to 3% in some cases. 
to up to 12 to 13% in others. So there is a big difference there. And that obviously comes together and gives a, an overall average. But I think it's fair to say there will be noticeable increases for most customers. So without making this podcast incredibly dull with you just reading out a list of all the water companies, where, where can people find out then what's happening to their specific bill in their specific company? So we'll be publishing that information on our website so people will be able to have a look and, and see how their, their company stack up and discover water, the uh, water sectors information portal will also have that information on there. That's great. So we can put links to that in the show notes so people can easily access that. So it'll be a quick and easy way to find out what's happening in your area. Be sure to head back through the archives and check out all the past episodes of Waterfall. So, Andy, there'll be some people listening to this thinking, my goodness, another bill going up. What on earth do I do about this? What sort of help is available to customers who are already struggling with energy and, you know, the general cost of living crisis that we're in? What help can they hope to get from their local water company? There is lots of help available. That is the one positive, really, that we can we can report. And that can be if you're just, you know, struggling at the moment, but need to sort of keep your head above above water, then there are things that you can look at. I mean, one of the great ones, which we've, we've talked about and has been talked about on the podcast many times before, is checking if you'd benefit from, from having a water meter. And that's something that you can do really easily. We've got a calculator on the website that allows you to check whether that, is something that would work for you. It's not for everyone, but for those people, it does work for, it can really transform their bills in some cases, you know, reducing it by 100 or 200 pounds in, in some cases. So it's absolutely worth everyone checking. It takes about a minute. And and if you think, I, w- I was watching something recently with Martin Lewis, the money-saving expert, and he, he, he did a poll um, around whether uh, people would bother to stop in the street to to actually pick up a coin if they dropped it and he found most customer most people would stop um to pick up a coin of 10 pence value or less um so if you think people will take that time to do that actually the savings available in water are up you know potentially hundreds of pounds each and every year um so it's well worth taking that that minute to check it uh, and a few more minutes to apply if it, if it is for you do you think people are be sceptical about that, though? That it, does it really take a minute? I mean, how, how quick and easy is it? It really is simple. It, it's simply about putting your some quick details on the website about how often you do certain activities around the home which use water um, and then hitting calculate and it will give you an idea immediately of what your bill would be and you can compare that with your, your current charges. So it's not an exaggeration to say it can be done in a minute. I mean, for someone who's not familiar with it, maybe it will take slightly longer than a minute, but really it, it doesn't take long at all. Brilliant. I mean, these days you just can't afford to turn those sorts of possibilities down, can you? Absolutely. So for people who may be really sort of in need of support and have um, financial circumstances that that mean that they're really going to struggle to to afford the bill then companies have schemes to help them and particularly the schemes that you know often referred to as social tariffs but essentially they're lower bills for lower income households so that they can instead of paying the normal bill that that comes through the, the letterbox they can actually uh, let the water company know about their financial circumstances and if they qualify then that bill will be swapped for one which is lower or it will be capped 
um, or they'll get a discount on the, the current one. So, you know, that's a really great way for people who might be on a low income to, to change um, what they pay for their water charges. There are other things that companies can also offer by way of support, aren't there, Andy? Absolutely. I mean, it, it's difficult to advise people about social tariffs and whether they will qualify because there are different rules for different water companies. But we do have on our website a guide which gives some details of what each company's scheme is about, what, what you know, who's eligible and what sort of help might be available. So they can have a quick look there first. But if in doubt, speak to your water company. Um, it's important they know that you're struggling anyway because there are other things that they can, can do to, to help. But it's absolutely worth asking them about the social tariff. And then, as I say, there are other things that they can do as well. So if there's a temporary financial problem, they can, they can help with a payment break or they can, um, give people, um, more flexible payment arrangements or set them up to repay debt on a scheme, which will actually, um, clear some of the arrears for them if they maintain regular payments. So lots of things that, that people can, can do, um, to get that help from their, their water companies. And I think another way of, of looking at this is, um, you know, many people will spend time each year, um, negotiating to get a better deal on their broadband services or their television packages. Um, you know, and there's a bit of a, a, a sort of a rigmarole to go through there in terms of ringing up the, the customer services and department, threatening to leave in some cases, getting through to, someone else that on retentions team um, and actually then maybe managing to negotiate a slightly better deal and saving £50. Actually, with water, the help is there available, whether it's through having a water meter installed and cutting your bill that way or accessing a social tariff. Um, you don't need to negotiate those things with the, the water company. They're there waiting. So it's well worth reaching out and, and accessing that support. Andy, that's a, that's a super example because I think that is one thing that makes pretty much universally makes people's hearts sink in the sigh. That prospect of, Oh no, I've got to ring my, uh, broadband company because they've just hacked, you know, hiked up the price. And if I phone them up, Oh, I know I can get another 20 quid off. And the after that, I mean, to get through to my company takes like, like four weeks, <laughs> you know, to your left on the phone ranges. <laughs> so, but, but so that point that actually there's that help available. You don't have to haggle. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to fight for it is there is a really, really good one. I also think the hub you met, our, our website, that our hub that we've got for support is, is excellent. And, you, you know, I'm not just saying this, I can living proof here. I've forwarded that to friends or family members that I know might benefit from help. And I checked it out to see how good it was because what I didn't want to send was something that was confusing, you know, and it's very, it's very, very good. So that is well worth it. And we can put links to all of this in the show notes too. Yeah, I think it's a really great resource and it's one that's linked through from uh, the government's website, Help for Households, uh, which is designed to sort of point people in the right direction to get the help they need um, as they try and navigate the cost of, of living crisis. Um, and the links to that, I mean, we've seen many more people coming to that 
website and using it, um, which means, you know, we're seeing fantastic figures in terms of the help that, that people are accessing um, using our benefits calculator, which can identify if people are getting all the benefits that they're entitled to, and also the water meter calculator. Um, so, yeah, great. It, it, the, the page itself, you can look at that and see uh, different boxes that kind of take you to different different solutions for different people. So um, really, whatever your circumstances there's generally something there that, that's worth taking a look at. And there's a really good point about the um, that, that people are using these resources that are out there. And I think that's something you know, that, 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 uh, that can act as a hurdle with people think, oh, this is just me who needs this help. But actually, people, you're not alone. And the numbers that we're seeing coming to our online tools that help support people are quite phenomenal, aren't they? We've seen a huge surge recently. We have. We're seeing, um, you know, up to 20 times as, as many people coming through. And I think, you know, since April of last year, the amount of benefit entitlement that people have identified uh, using our tool is is well over 20, 20 million pounds now. Wow, that is that is a lot of benefits. And it's tens of thousands of people are using these tools each month, aren't they? They are, as you say, ten, tens of thousands coming to the start website and hopefully routing through to, to the help. We, you know, there are the social tariff schemes that I mentioned before, there are over a million households getting that help. So it's not unusual. It's nothing that people should feel um, isn't isn't out there or isn't, you know, standard for people to, to access. It is there waiting to, to give them the help that they need. So can we um, go back to metering? Sorry, Karen's giving me that look. Yes, Mike, we have an agreed running order and you're clearly not sticking to it, but oh well. Um, because going back to metering, it's easy to use our tool. We've talked about that. What about the process then of when you start talking to your water company about it? So you pick out the phone to your water company. You know, how easy is that process? Um, you know, and, and how long does it take? All that kind of stuff. With the, with the water meter, if you apply to your company, they must try and fit the meter within three months. Um, so they'll usually schedule an appointment with you, come along and have a look. And if all's well, then they'll fit the, the meter that day and start charging you from that point on the meter basis rather than the, the unmeasured charges. And what if they come and, I don't know, for whatever reason, I don't know, you've got like the weirdest pipework in the world and they can't fit it. Does that ever happen? It, it does. The plumbing sometimes in properties means that it's not possible to, to install the meter. Normally it's fitted outside in the pavement or under the kitchen sink. But if the, the configuration of the pipework means that's not possible to put a meter in one of those positions and measure everything that's being used, then the company must tell you that, but they must also give you an option to go on to an alternative assess charge. And that assess charge is meant to better reflect your circumstances. So if you were switching to a meter because actually your, your household size is smaller, generally speaking, the schemes the companies operate will take that into account. And there's a good chance that that assess charge will still give you a lower bill than you would have otherwise so that would be like a proxy for metering then? It is. It's, it's a, 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 Just so I understand, yeah. That, that makes sense, Andy. Um, and what happens if you're, um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to get a meter because what if I end up paying more? There's that fear factor. How can we get over that fear factor? Yeah. The first thing to say is very, very few people do actually 
um, want to to change their minds because they, if they've done the research properly and the companies have checked for them properly, then they find that they they make the saving that, that they are expected to to make. But actually, um, for those that don't, in the vast majority of cases, they have an option to switch back to their old system of charging within the first two years um, after they've 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 put a meter in the property. Um, now, the, the only occasions where that doesn't apply is where water companies have compulsory metering programs because of their water resource situations and they're going through a process of making sure that every property is metered. So as you might understand, in those cases, they say, well, we'll put the meter in straight away for you, but it stays there because ultimately we're, we're going to be putting that meter in anyway. Um, but in all, all of the cases, then people have up to two years to, to make that switch. And something we've encouraged some other companies to do as well is to give guarantees. Um, so there are some companies that will give some customers a guarantee that they won't pay more um, with a meter than they would before. Um, and it just helps get people over that fear that they might have that, you know, the calculator says I'll save, but will I really save? Um, is this, you know, really something that's going to benefit me? Um, often because it, it feels like it's too good to be true. And, you know, their instincts are right. Sometimes when things are too good to be true, um, then, you know, it, it, it's not genuine, but this is genuine. And that's why, you know, organizations like ourselves and, and Martin Lucy's money saving expert do uh, promote metering and, and get people to check if they'd save money. I'm loving your name dropping here, Andy. I'm loving. I'm loving it. Uh, no, but but there's a really serious point behind all this. That there's that safety net in place that can reassure people that actually, you know, you're not being conned into getting a meter. Uh, and you know, if your circumstances are such that you end up paying more, that that security blanket is in place. That means you could always switch back. So yeah, I think that's. So there is actual no reason why people shouldn't switch their meter. So in terms of charges, Andy, we've obviously talked about metering and water charges. Are there any other charges that we that people can take action you know, to help reduce? So one thing that um, not a lot of people know about, but is, is something that's always worth checking, is whether you have surface water highway drainage service at your property. Um, now, this is one of the elements of the sewerage bill that most of us are charged for. And in most cases, uh, that's right, because it is a service that the company provides. And this is about taking away the, the rainwater from your property. So when the water goes down the, uh, on, falls on the roof, goes into the gutters, down the downspout, it gets taken away by the public sewer. But that's not the case for everybody. And in some cases, their properties were built with something called a soak away. And that means that rainwater, um, because it's relatively clean, soaks away into the garden, into a, a, a specially constructed pit, which has gravel in there and allows that to just absorb into the environment. And if you have one of those, then you shouldn't be paying your water company for surface water charges. Now, that cost varies between different companies, but typically might be around £30, £35 on the on the average bill so it's you know given that is a bill that um sort of you pay every year is well worth um making a saving on if you're not receiving that service so you know i think people if they know they have a soak away then they need to let their water company know straight away 
if that's not already being deducted from their their bill. Um, and they can also check by um, having a look maybe at the deeds of the property, seeing if there is a soak away on there. Um, because um, often water companies themselves don't know whether a property has uh, surface water drainage or not, um, because the, if they were built before um, 1991, then the property, um, they, they when it was built, they wouldn't have had to, the developers wouldn't have had to notify the water company whether that connection was being made or not. So for older properties older than that, water companies don't necessarily know. Um, so it's up to the customer to let them know. So w- well worth checking out whether your dis- you know your surface water from your property is going into soakway or not, because actually that could quite nicely offset the increases that we're seeing this year as well. If you're getting you know thirty odd quid off because of surface water charge, nicely offsets the thirty one pounds increase that we're seeing on, on average coming through this year. So Andy, we're talking about charges. We're talking about metering now. A lot of people will be um, on a meter and for various reasons, might be very high water users. So they might be hearing about bill increases and being very, very worried about that. Is there any help out there for for those kind of high water users that that, that are sort of unavoidable? There is. um, There's a scheme called Watershore, um, and that's offered by all the water companies and uh, basically follows the same same rules so it is easy to to tell people whether they're likely to to qualify or not um so the the it's aimed really at those people who do have high essential water usage needs either because they have a large family um three or more children or um a medical uh, need that requires extra water usage so if they have those things and they're on a water meter and they're on income-related benefits, then they can apply to the, the Watershore scheme. Um, and under that scheme, um, bills are capped um, at typically the average level. Um, so it means that they don't end up paying that higher bill just because of their uh, essential water usage needs. Um, they pay a more average bill um, and they've got that, that protection to, to, you know, so they're not facing those unaffordable bills. Oh, so important protection there for that group of people who find themselves in, in, in those circumstances, essentially through no fault of their own. Absolutely. So really, really great. And uh, again, it's a case of contacting your water company, telling them your circumstances and, and asking to apply for the scheme. So uh, last question, Andy, is um, any changes to your, your own personal water consumption? Because, you know, you were um, in mid-table mediocrity um, when, when we did our final chart of everyone's personal water use. Just wondering if you'd uh, made any adjustments. Well, unfortunately, I have to report a downward trend, but it's not my fault. Our shower is broken, so it's it's baths all around until that gets fixed. I'm afraid. So, um, but we'll once once that's back up and running, then you know we'll uh, we'll get back on on track and see if we can reduce our our shower times even more than before. Well, we're keeping a close eye because this, you know, this this won't be the last time you're on Waterfly. This you're not getting off the hook on this one. <laughs> That's great. I'd love to love to come back. <laughs> we although we did notice that you sneaked in just ahead of Emma Clancy, who is CCW's <laughs> chief executive. So, uh, so you know, you can uh, you could you could enjoy pointing this out to her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that might be career limiting. Yeah, I'm like the Phil and Holly of podcasts. Getting in there and jumping the queue. <laughs> Very good. Look, Andy, it's always a pleasure having you on. Uh, nice to see you again. And uh, yeah, 
come back soon. We've got a few ideas about what we want you to come back on and give us some more of your uh, your knowledge about. So thanks a lot. See you soon. Great. Thanks both. CCW, passionate about championing the best interests of everyone who uses water, now and in the future. Great having Andy on there. Really good to hear that there's support out there if people are struggling with their bills. Obviously, no one really wants to hear the message that bills are going up um, at this difficult time. But of course, saving water if you're on a meter is a great way to save money. So it'd be a great way to finish this episode by just running through our top 10 water-saving practical tips, uh, all of which we talked about in, in series one of, of Waterfall. So here we go. We'll go from me to you, from me to you, a bit Choco Brothers. Um, do you want to start? <laughs> well, I, 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 as um, uh, Andy pointed out, I think, you know, the, the key one for me is do check out to see if you would pay less if you went onto a meter. Because, um, you know, I, I think we've got to um, encourage people, particularly if uh, you live in a house with um, the, the same number or more bedrooms than people, um, you're, there's a really strong possibility you could save some money. Very good. Right. Number two is my favourite, um, shorter showers. You can save an absolute arm and a leg there. I mean, I'll, I'll retell our facts that, you know, if you... If a family of four each reduce a daily shower from five minutes from sorry by five minutes from from ten minutes down to five, you can save combined energy and water costs of seven hundred pounds a year, and that's based on the current water and energy prices. Now, bear in mind this is February; um, those are all going to change in April. So that's seven hundred pounds. It's only going to go. It's only going to get higher as yeah. prices increase. So always a great one: shorter showers. Song two by Blur. Go for it. <laughs> And I mean, you've, you've, you've hit the nail on the head. The important thing with um, shorter showers is the fact that it makes that um, link with energy saving as well. And the same's true, therefore, if you use um, your washing machines and dishwashers um, a bit more efficiently. So again, if you use a full load in your washing machine or only use your dishwasher when that's full as well, you've got the benefit there of water saving and energy saving and cutting down your carbon emissions as well. Two great tips there. Um, next one is brushing your teeth. I know it's the one that everyone always quotes, but you know what? If you, if a, again, if a family is doing this, that all adds up to an awful lot of water and can add up to a decent amount of cash. So don't underestimate that one. I, I could, I, Karen, you've got the next one. It's like right up your street. <laughs> yeah, you knew where I was going with this one. Um, People who have got gardens, and particularly if you're an, a keen gardener, cannot go wrong by investing in a water butt. Um, you know, your plants prefer rainwater. Um, you can attach them to a shed, a, a garage roof, your, your, the downpipe from your roof. You know, these collect an awful lot of water. You can use it extensively in your garden, and it really is good to do. Great one there. Next one, washing dishes. Whole lots of different methods for washing dishes here. Basically, just don't leave your tap running. Use a bowl, get the water in the bowl, use that, and be careful about your rinsing habits too. Again, lots and lots of water can be wasted by rinsing. Bear in mind, you are running tap, so eight, eight to 10 liters, depending on your, your specific tap. Yeah. That's, you know, per minute. So you can quite easily just, you know, leave that tap running before you know it. You've wasted 50, 60, 70, almost 100 liters. So very simple, easy way to save water. And the same is true when you're washing your, your veg or fruit, because uh, rather than just running it under a tap, you know, put it in a bowl and fill the bowl with water and rinse it that way. Yep, I do this. Saves tons of water. Um, next one. Make the most of that water. You, when you're waiting for your water to heat up, 
that often wastes quite a lot of water. Keep a judge, judge, a jug, by no. <laughs> Keep a jug by your sink, capture that water away, waste it deep up, and use it for watering your plants or other things. I often use that water if a, uh, yeah, if it coincides with when you've been cooking to soak some of the really dirty pots as well, because you don't need to be having boiling hot water to do that. So again, you can put that water to use. Again, good way to save water. Finally, Karen. Well, not something I do very often. Not good but, for you. <laughs> but you can um, avoid using the hose pipe on um, weekends by washing your car. Um, get the bucket out and a sponge and do it the old-fashioned way. I didn't wash my car in the entire last year. That's unbelievable. But, you know, I'm doing it all on the grounds of, I'm saying, water efficiency slash laziness. So there you go. There was 10 ways... Of, of saving water and, it, and it's no exaggeration to, to say that by doing these things you can save well over a, a family could save well over a thousand pounds a year easily by doing these things so this isn't trivial amounts of money well worth doing particularly right now with the cost of living crisis and facing increases to energy costs and as you just heard on this episode of what's for increasing water bills over the next year so that we're we've been this has been a rammed episode so much good stuff in 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 here but we're running out of time don't forget you can email us you can indeed at podcast at ccwater.org.uk and we'll put some links in the show notes to the various pages and fact sheets that andy mentioned earlier so um, it'll make it easier for you to track down where you can find that help so there's all the info in one place. So that's it. We're going to say goodbye for today. So it's uh, goodbye from me, Mike. And goodbye from me, Karen.